Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Mother She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is the lovely and wonderful Sarah Wood. She's so easy, easy like Sunday morning. You know I love her. But before we get into the show, the Start Me Up podcast is independent, listener-funded, and woman-run. Visit patreon.com slash startmeup to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get two bonus What's Up episodes per week. Kind of like my online journal where I get a little more personal and talk about whatever is on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Now please enjoy my conversation with Sarah Wood. Welcome back to the show, Sarah. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, okay, I'm just going to have to say, I, I, I just recorded my little teeny tiny mini patrons only show. And it was a teeny tiny mini because I'm in such a shitty mood today. There's so many reasons why I'm in a shitty mood and I do talk about why I'm on, in a shitty mood um, on that show. And it's really not even that bad. It's just like, you know how, and we're going to get to politics in a minute, but you know how uh, things just pile up. It's just that oh, yeah. that's what's been happening. It's just been piling up and piling up and piling up. And now I just I even though things are not dire, my car I have an issue with my car and but it's it's my fault though. I had I need a new battery. So it's nothing devastating, but it's just a pain in my ass. So there's just all these different things going on and so I in a way, I'm glad I get to talk to you because you'll probably pull me out of this. <laughs> the fact that I can talk to someone so <laughs> it's good to have you. And how was your holiday? Did you do any? Oh, I know we did talk a little bit um, about, I think it was your Thanksgiving. That's right. So how was yeah. your Christmas and New Year's? It was totally, it was great. I went to upstate New York and my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. So their, nice. their anniversary is December 30th. Mm -hmm. So we went up there right after Christmas and just spent a few days with them. I took them out to dinner and so it was it was nice being with family and my brother and his kids and it was it was a good time that's awesome yeah that was basically i mean we had uh we had a real nice family situation and then it's funny because i told bob for christmas i wanted the interactive nintendo so i didn't even know it was nintendo i just i i said i want a ball that's basically what i said and so um he got it and i'm having do you, now do you ever play that the interactive I haven't, but I would. Oh my God, it's so much fun. And you know what I'm loving and digging hardcore is the golf. And it's so funny because I'm, I'm somebody who, I mean, I don't have a problem with golf. It's just never been my thing. And I'm sure that it's different playing interactive, although the interactive is, it really does kind of feel like you're doing it. And it's just like, oh, my God, I love it so much. But, yeah, so we, we did that. We did the family thing. And then, basically, we just relaxed and played interactive Nintendo. <laughs> so that was fun. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. So there you go. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. And then and then we had to watch the ridiculous. Okay, so now we're going to get – we're getting into the politics part of the show. Uh, oh, my God. The fucking Republican – shit show on the house floor <laughs> oh my so god bad. <laughs> i mean and and you're mixing it in with george santos and all of it it's just insane and so i guess you know this show is kind of just going to be like a theme of the chaotic republicans and what we're going to be dealing with now until 
the next election. And so the first thing that I want to talk about is that what they want to do. Okay, so this they were covering this on MSNBC last night. House Republicans. Um, oh, wait, wait, no, no, no. This was this was about cigarettes. Hold on. I'll get to those in a minute. But it's just uh, the where is it? Okay, so McCarthy, he promised the uh, I like to call them the domestic terrorist caucus that there would be no that there would be no vote to lift the debt ceiling without the Biden administration agreeing to major spending cuts. So, of course, that's not going to happen because they've already basically they've already approved that. They've already approved that money. And so obviously we know that that caucus, I think what's going to happen. Well, let me take this back. I think there is a potential for a government shutdown or something like that if the they're calling themselves the Freedom Caucus, but they are the Domestic <laughs> Terrorist Caucus. You know, if they don't get their way, they'll get rid of Kevin McCarthy, blah, 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 blah. And then and then I know yesterday when I was listening to MSNBC, they were talking, you know, I think it was Chris Hayes or something saying, well, I sure hope that there are, you know, some California Republicans who will keep the crazies from, you know, crashing our economy. So what I want to ask you, as we all know that this is what's going on and it's scary because this is not only affecting America, it's affecting the world economy. Our economy affects the world economy. So do you think that there are, you know, when you, okay, like a logical person might assume this, but we're not de necessarily dealing with the logic now. But I mean, do you think there might be some Republicans in blue states that will vote with Democrats about the debt ceiling? Yes. I don't think the debt ceiling is as big of an issue as like, like it's not some it's not like a something that people are generally thinking about on a day-to-day right. -day basis yeah um because it doesn't i mean it affects their real lives but i think that it doesn't i don't know it but yes i do think that because here's the thing about the debt ceiling is that they, that's money we've already spent mm -hmm. it's like basically like you're buying a car and then saying you don't want to pay for it yeah like you don't want to make your payments mm -hmm. like you've already you've already been credited that money mm -hmm. it's already been allotted mm -hmm. you can't just not pay your bills like you you are constitutionally bound mm -hmm. to pay your bills so when these freedom caucus like they're they don't they clearly don't understand the constitution they don't understand understand our responsibilities and should we cut spending here there and wherever well that's a discussion for another day when we're when we're writing bills mm -hmm. and all that but like when it comes to the debt ceiling and keeping government open and making sure we have um benefits um for um for people who need them and, mm -hmm. and uh, our military um yeah that's um it's, yeah, it's kind of mission critical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and when you say benefits, that's like social security benefits. So many people depend on those socials. And right now, people just got a big raise from social security. They got a big fucking raise. Thank you, Democrats. And the Republicans are basically using that to to get their way and to play. I don't know. I mean to play chicken i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do but i do hope i mean i think they're gonna fuck around and then i think i'm hoping i do think there might be some republicans that want to be reelected in these blue states who will side with the democrats and you know i i even think like i don't know how many people are in the stupid fucking caucus but do you know how many are in that freedom caucus i don't know no. um but you know i mean they're not the majority so even no, though yeah even though kevin mccarthy bent over and and took you know okay i'll do what you want just so you can make me speaker 
I mean, his his job is on the line every day now because it's just going to take one person to say we want you out, and um, I mean, we'll see what hap- We'll see what happens with that. And from from my take on everything, people are you know like the pundits, the people who in the know, are saying there's definitely a chance this could happen, but they feel that we're in a fairly decent position where. We may not, ha- you know, that's not going to happen. But we don't know because we don't know. We can't make any assumptions right now, you know, like assumptions based on, oh, that, you know, everything is all going to work out. Because <laughs> it's like we have to fight for everything to work out tooth and nail. And it's just so, fu- and, and we're just, I mean, <sighs> it's like we're just getting started, but we're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've been going through this for some time. It's so annoying. And there's always, like, the Tea Party did this. They're just, like, calling themselves mm-hmm. different things now. It's yeah. just, they're obnoxious. It's annoying. <laughs> it's just, like, they're... I, it, it gets on my last nerve. Because it's just irresponsible <laughs> when it comes down to it. It's, it's, I'm like, come on. <laughs> Sarah is over you, GOP. <laughs> oh, my God. Forever. <laughs> And then, of course, the Republicans now, they passed, they uh, got rid, I think it was like Nancy Pelosi, the rolled back, whatever, Nancy Pelosi's rule about smoking in the Capitol. And now they're letting people smoke in the fucking Capitol. And the thing that sucks about this is it's like, like with COVID, it's, it's, COVID is contagious. Well, smoking, secondhand smoke kills. What the they're fuck? So marvelously stupid. Like, they just, they do things. To like own the list, yes. and it's just like why. First of all, I don't know how they're able to do that because it's illegal to smoke indoors and work and in workplaces in Washington D.C. It's because so they're the lawmakers. That's why. Because I, I read something that, and actually in Fox News, it addressed that, and it was like, yeah, there's federal laws that you can't smoke outside and everything, but since it's inside the Capitol, something having to do with because they're the lawmakers, they get they get to decide this. Who still smokes cigarettes? That's what I want to know. Like, who still smokes? Like, I mean, I used to smoke, but like that yeah. was like 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 stupid days, and I, I fully admit I should have never done it. But it was just like, who still in this day yeah. and age smokes? I, I know. don't know. Yeah, and then it's like, and then what they wanted—they're sending us this message, like, oh, let's just get COVID and smoke. I mean, the fucking. You know, we, 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 I know, right. Um, you know, and then there's, who needs lungs? (laughs) And then there's the, the story that not, not at all surprising. The red state voters are dying from COVID more so than blue state. And the thing is, is that there are people right now dying from COVID. These anti-vaxxers, I believe somebody from the proud boys or one of these white supremacist groups just died. And he's an anti-vaxxer. Fucking Diamond died. Now, I don't know for, of Diamond and Silk. Now, I don't know. Do you know, has it been... I, I know she was in the hospital for COVID in November. And then yeah. she, like, just died. And I, I don't know if it's been announced specifically that it was of COVID. But Republicans won't say that it was because of COVID. And, of course, they're grifting and they want money. But um, they're trying to raise money off her death. But it's like, I, I, I don't understand. I get that they're full of revenge. I get that they, I don't know, that they, they, they want to beat the Democrats and I get, but why, why are they choosing to 
it's like their base believes them. So they're giving their base misinformation, disinformation about masks and vaccines. And then it's their own fucking base who's dying. Yeah. What's the deal? How, how can they be? So, I don't, that I don't get. Like I get fucking with the Democrats, but they're not. They're fucking with their own and they're losing their own because the Democrats are getting vaccinated and wearing masks most yeah. of the time. I know, and I love how they're like, it's the jab that's creating all these like heart attacks and heart issues. I'm like, no, it's not. It's COVID, and people, yeah. yes, are still getting COVID after getting vaccinated because it's the, it doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. It just helps you stay alive. Right. Helps you get it. Helps you fight it off. Helps your body combat yeah. it. But it's like it's it's the heart. It, COVID is what's giving people long term lung and mm-hmm. heart problems. Mm-hmm. That's what's giving it. That's like no, like people. I, it just it, it's it's remarkably stunning how like they just will disregard health and then are fine with their own dying. Right. It's just it, and there's a huge. I mean, when when you're talking, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I can't even find the words because I'm just like it's like seriously, your own people are fucking dying, and we have these elections that are won by slim fucking margins. And you're and you're taking that risk to own the libs. It's just insane. And I'm wondering, do you think? Because it's, you know, the, I'm glad we're hearing this. What I'm hearing from pundits is that all of this shit that we're going to see for the next two years is not going to fly with voters. The voters are going to understand, like, for instance, I know they want to crash the economy and they want to do it because they want to point their finger at Biden. Oh, look, the economy's bad, Biden. And, and, and they're banking on the fact that Americans aren't paying attention and that they're not going to realize that it was the Republicans who would crash the economy if they do that. And, you know, right now, when you take a look at, at the people who voted in, in the last election and going back to 2024, maybe even, I mean, I'm sorry, 2022, 2020, going back maybe even to 2018, we just keep seeing more and more people voting, right? We're seeing young people voting. We're Now we've got we a lot of the women who maybe didn't vote before are like, hey, fuck you, I want my bodily autonomy. So... With that in mind, with the fact that, you know, Democrats have scored new voters, really, whether it's young people, whatever, um, do you think that the behavior of the Republicans in these next two years, because this is what I'm hearing from pundits, that people are going to see that and that it's going to, what word did they use, you know, basically straighten out in 2024, meaning getting Democrats elected because right now they're the only seeing fucking party do you see that happening i do the democrats are the adults in the room like i have family that used to vote republican and now they vote really because they they see like what's going on with the republican party it's not the republican party that like our like grandparents right you know were part of like they you know were you know like eisenhower was eisenhower republican i don't know you know what i mean like um but like but even like reagan and like yeah um you know i I hated right like i i I know i was too young to like like hate him at the moment but right history history and what he did i hate reagan yeah but he was still a little bit more sane (laughs) yeah evil but he was you know he wasn't well he also knew how to play the thing that republicans have done very well uh, for a long time is they, I mean they they didn't say the quiet part out loud you know they would do all these underhanded things and you know I mean and I totally get what you're saying because I think it was like Bob and I were talking last night and he said George Bush George W. Bush 
was the last, I'm going to say, like, as voters, we expected. It didn't turn out that way. But before he got elected, we expected he would just be your, your typical Republican, right? Uh, like the Ronald Reagan types or whatever. And, of course, yeah, he turned out to be horrible. And then there was the whole hanging Chad fiasco and all of that. But while these people seemed like, you know, I mean, I guess there was his father, George H.W. Bush, yeah, he was a hard he was a hardcore Republican, but he wasn't as he's he's nothing like today's Republican Party. And oh, no. no, not at all. And, you know, the funny thing is just real quick. My dad, who was an ABC News cameraman, worked with both. He worked with George Bush father and the son. And he he actually really liked the father and said he had a good sense of humor. And he always had Dana Cart like. Whenever Dana Carvey was doing his imitation on Saturday Night Live, you know, not gonna die, uh, fucking Senior loved it. He would show it to people and he would laugh. And my dad would be like, and then W would be in the corner pouting. And he was such a dick even then. But it was like clearly very different father and son values. I think the I think the senior was a little bit more respectable than his son. And then his son came along. And it's funny because I learned, you know, I watched W, which really helped me figure out who George W. Bush was because I just couldn't understand, like, how is he so fucking stupid? And <laughs> how is it that, because, you know, there was a whole book dedicated to his fucking Bushisms, the stupid shit that he would say. And I'm like, how did this? And then that movie really, oh, that's it. That's who he's, he's just a frat boy. He's, an, he, you know, and I got it. And then I also got how Cheney, there was this one scene where Cheney fed him the idea so that he thought it was his own idea, and I don't remember which one it was. But regardless, he wanted Cheney, and he went after Cheney big time. And Cheney was just as, you know, Hillary Clinton referred to him, Darth Vader. I mean, he's like, bad man, bad man. But, uh, and then, you know, we've gotten progressively worse. But it's just, I think that, you know, for the most part, Republicans have always been bad as far as equality, as far as white supremacy. It's just that they haven't been as obvious. You know what I mean? It's true. And the internet wasn't around back when, you yes. know, back then and all that. Here's the thing, too. I, I mean, you're actually like thinking about it now. You're, you're totally right. Is the fact like you think about major policies and major policy decisions and stuff that has benefited the American people. Mm -hmm. How many of that? How much of that has come from Republicans? Right. Like, yeah, I, I like next to nothing. I mean, I'll give, I'll give. What's his name? Nixon. You yeah, know, Nixon he, for Planned Parenthood. For yeah. Planned Parenthood and for the uh, was it something about climate? What did he do about climate? Ah, oh, fuck. What was it? Was it climate or something else? There was something else. Now it's escaping me. But it was a good. It was a good thing. Maybe it was environmental protection. I don't remember what it is. Is that it? The Environmental Protection Agency. Is that what he did? I can't remember. Is it but he did something know. good. He, you know, I mean, so, yeah, there were some good things. And, but, and you're right. It's the majority of the good things that benefited the people are from the Democrats. And, and the Republicans, I mean, the, the entire country fucking loved Ronald Reagan. I mean, you know, we all had – I didn't. I was 12. But, you know, everybody had <laughs> Ronald Reagan fever. And Democrats voted for him. I mean, he had a fucking blue uh, – I'm sorry, a red map. And but it's like when you look what he did, he was he was racist 
and you know he cut that funding or he cut uh, whatever it was for for people who were mentally challenged and then they all of a sudden are thrown out on the streets they have nowhere to live and now there's this huge homeless problem because of Reagan and you know but he said all the right things and he was an American actor and he was a nice looking man and we're all so fucking easily fooled by the trappings of labels and you know what we look like and all of that and it's like you know I agree that Republicans were not as insane as they are now but I think that every single thing they've done has led to this and you know people can go back and point to Reagan which I think is accurate but I'm going to say this, and I've said this so many times. Everybody, this should be required reading. It's an easy and very interesting read. It's called Wrapped. I think it's called Wrapped in the Flag by Claire Connor. Is it York or, or something? Ork. Mork, Ork, Ork. I can't remember. Bork. Claire Connor. It's all you need. Wrapped in the Flag. And, and basically, her father was one of the first uh, found, or was a founding member of the John Birch Society, which is basically the Tea Party. And she talks about how Fred Koch, who was also a founding member of the John Birch Society, you know, how what they did and, 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 and all the things that they believed in and everything. And, and, and right now, MAGA is basically the John Birch Society. There's a few things. I mean, the, like because of Q and because of the crazy you know, now there's certain weird conspiracies that the John Birch Society didn't have, but like the John Birch Society did freak out over uh, fluoride in the water. They've kind of let that go. But, um, you know, I mean, it's like this has gone back and I'm sure, of course, it predates the John Birch Society. But if you take a look, if you read that book, you totally see how back then what they were doing all the way up, I mean, through Obama, the, the Republicans are focusing on state houses, the local races every fucking year. They're funding Republicans, and they had this vision for America. And MAGA is like the, <laughs> it's like the uh, variant of that. You know what I mean? It's like it's a variant of the John Birch Society. And it, it's, it's unbelievable. And I feel like I, I do hope which goes back to the question I asked you, that the Republicans are going to be acting so crazy for the next two years that voters are going to say, all right, we see what's going on and we're going to vote against it. So, okay, that said, now, what do you think, and I've talked to you about this before, I will continue asking this question, but what do you think in terms of the presidential race? Do you think it's going to be DeSantis? And if it is DeSantis, you know, do you do you believe that anybody outside of Trump running as an independent, do you believe that anybody would kind of splinter them or do you think they would lockstep behind? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I think Trump's Trump's losing his steam. I honestly mm-hmm. believe that. I, yeah. want, I want to believe that. I think I wish that there would be a moderate, but I just feel like the Republicans are just going so far to the right. Yeah that DeSantis probably, if it's not Trump, DeSantis would be the nominee. Um, I wish people would understand how bad Republicans are for America. I was just thinking, like, back to, like, back to Reagan. I was just thinking, like, you know, we call, like, 
AIDS and gay cancer mm. and how we, how it, the reason why like so many jobs were outsourced in them, like we had, he got rid of antitrust laws under his administration. Mm-hmm. And so we just have all these major monopolies controlling everything, including the media, including our food supply, including everything. Mm-hmm. And then we also have like the, the tax rate, um, significantly dropped for the wealthy. And it, um, it's just like, so now we have, it, it's just like, he really, fucked things up yeah. for this country and everybody looks to him like this like it was a great leader and i'm just like no and the no. republicans carry on doing all these same things that hurt americans but they'll the republicans will go after all these like conspiracies and wedge issues and they'll get people to vote for them not on policy mm-hmm. but on all these like other crazy ideas like um you know crt mm-hmm. and drag queens <laughs> and trans rights and it's just it's it's remarkable how good they are yeah at conning people oh my god yes it is it's it's good it's frustrating and it's it is it's absolutely remarkable um you know we have to take a quick break but we'll be back after this message Hey, this is Kimberly. If you're not already my patron, just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. You can take a look at all the tiers and decide how you want to support the show. Thank you so much. Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families, I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Aaron Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. So now I just have to vent a little bit. And and I'm just stealing this from my mother because my mother and I were on the phone this morning and she was saying, you know, and I, I tweeted it. She's like, you know, Manchin and Cinema are why, you know, we're in this position and why the GOP has the House, because we just didn't get to pass voting rights. And so, I, you know, they refused, they were both refused to agree to a carve out bill. So um, and they were clearly paid by Republicans. And then this fucking fucking cinema. Oh, my God. And now she's an independent. I can't. Oh, that woman. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just curious. Do you think. Do you think that the fact that we're not going to have a voting rights bill, Pax, I doubt that's going to happen. If Biden and the Democrats pull that off, I, I will just be in awe. I won't even believe it. But that's it. I don't think we're going to get that at this point. And so how do you feel about going into 2020, 2024 without that act? So, okay, so like here's the balance. The balance is the, the Republicans are crazy and most people are going to be able to see that. And so because they're going to be able to see that's going to bode better for the country, for democracy, for Democrats. And then because we haven't passed the Voting Rights Act, you know, it's the gerrymandering and all that shit. So do you think that the Republican fuckery will outweigh the fact that we don't have a Voting Rights Act? No, I think we need to get voter turnout. I think it's all going to come down to voter turnout and not existing voters. It's, I mean, yeah, that's important, but like it's a presidential. So the voter turnout is going to be even like, it's going to be high. Yeah. Um, Gen Z carried a lot of this Mm -hmm. vote on their Mm -hmm. back that Mm -hmm. people didn't give them enough credit for it. Um, And there's just going to be more of that. And all this whole younger generation, well, sure. There's going to be some conservative kids, um, this new younger generation is so open and so 
they are liberal. Like, mm-hmm. they don't give a shit about LGBT. And they don't, nobody cares. <laughs> and that's what this Republican Party is going to, they're losing sight of that, that this mm-hmm. younger generation, they, they rely so heavily on bigotry. And their bigots mm-hmm. are dying off, which is fine. So <laughs> we're going to, we're just, it, it, I, I think going into 2024, um, I'm hoping that it just helps voter turnout on our side yeah. to get people to the polls. So that's yeah. why, because if we don't have the voter, the Voting Rights Act, which I don't think we're going to get right. with, with this Congress, um, yeah, I think it's all going to come down to turnout. It's just, and then okay, so then, then there's George Soros, oh God. if that's his real name, um, or Santos. George I'm Santos. sorry, Soros. I call him Soros. Oh my God. Well, see that it doesn't matter because he could be George Soros, right? Who knows? What's he could his real be name? like, you know what? He, tomorrow he could be like, I am George Soros, and we'll be like, oh, okay. Maybe he's Batman. Oh my God. <laughs> So here's, I mean, it's like, we hear this all the time, and I'm really glad that most of the time on cable news, at least the cable news that I watch, because I do not watch CNN, um, that I'm hearing George Santos, if that's his real name, and I'm really glad everybody's doing that, because I think it should be, like, absolutely mandatory that everyone says that. (laughs) Um, The thing is, is, you know, I keep hearing from everyone, and I agree with it. Yes, it's funny. And like, okay, imagine 50 years from now, we're all talking about this crazy guy named George Santos, and we can all laugh about it. But right now, (laughs) it's like, as funny as it is, it's so not funny at all. It's actually horrifying. Because I said, you know, I tweeted this too. And I said to Bob, he could literally kill a baby on television. And the Republicans would be like, well, we just we need his vote. So we're just gonna keep him. That's all they care about. Nothing else. hundred percent correct. Because that's, that's what I was just going to say. Is like Kevin McCarthy doesn't isn't wasn't going to do anything about him because he needed his vote for speaker. Mm-hmm. Yes, they just so, need him, and that's what yeah. I mean. That's what Herschel Walker was to them. He was just a body that would vote in their you know the way that they wanted him to vote. Didn't matter yeah. what his capabilities are or his intelligence level. And this guy, I mean, I am, I am really fascinated by him. I mean, he's disgusting and all the obvious stuff. But, I mean, something is so wrong with him. There is something very, very, very wrong with him. I think it's beyond con man. I think, like, he's just got a, a mental issue. And I'm not a doctor, uh, and I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm not saying this, you know, to, I don't know, you know, just be, make an argument. I genuinely believe something is wrong with him. And it's so horrifying that our country is at this position where this political party would rather have somebody who's, I mean, is he mentally ill? I don't know. He seems to be mentally ill. That's what it seems to be. I mean, I, they, like they found a new interview with him. I, he was talking to someone in 2020. It was a, it was some podcaster or radio guy. And he was like, yeah, I got a, 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 a scholarship, you know, playing, volleyball which this school that he never attended doesn't have volleyball scholarships and so this guy on the you know in in 2020 on the the host was like oh everybody remember his name and and it's like uh, oh my god something something is very wrong with someone who who spreads those kinds of it's more than just a lie it's like does he believe it does does he realize he's lying is he having fun he's got to realize he's lying like what? He's what's... got some sort of personality disorder, like yes. borderline personality disorder. There's something going on where he just he pathologically lies. Yeah, 
and like he just does things without even thinking about it and has no empathy towards what he's doing none so uh, there's something there is definitely something going on like i don't i'm not a professional psychologist i have some psychology background but i'm not by no means professional <laughs> on that but I, there's something going on there that he probably needs some sort of diagnosis and it's 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 almost sad because you're just it like is. this guy there's clearly something going on and he's not getting the help he needs and it's now he's become this running joke and i've made fun of him yeah like, we all I, do like because who hasn't right now yeah and it because because it's so interesting it's so fascinating <laughs> you're just like who is this guy and then they're saying that he has this entirely different name yeah and then he's he was like gays for trump but then he was like married and then i'm just like What's going on? Wait a minute. Like, he, I didn't hear that. So there, because I also heard that he he was against or he was he. I'm sorry for like the the Florida don't ask whatever that bill is. Don't say don't gay say bill. Gay or yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah. Like that he was praising Desantis for that. So prior to that, he was what he was. What what's the gays for Trump? He was. Was he? I'm, I'm going to Google that because I saw that. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. It's so, like, it's just like, first of all, gays for Trump. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, he said he's openly gay. And wasn't he married? I don't no. even know. I don't know that much about him. So, so okay, wait a minute. He's openly gay. So, he, at least at some point, he's been openly gay. But he's all, he is basically all about, like, the don't say gay bell. It's like me saying I'm a full-blown woman, but I don't want those rights. Fuck those rights. <laughs> a lot of Republicans that do that. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, I don't even know. You're like, is it self-hatred? Is yeah. he legitimately feeling this way? Yeah, or, or a mental disorder. Or is he just disorder. trying to yeah. say things that are going to make his voters like him? I, 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 yeah, oh my God. I mean, he knows, <laughs> he knows enough to, of what not to say. And all of that. But you know what else? I'm going to totally switch gears again here because it just occurred to me. The other night when I was over at my mom's house, uh, I spent the night and it was like 11 o'clock. And so normally, you know, she watches the local news before she goes to bed to watch the weather. So I was going to watch it with her. But sports was on. It was a game was playing too long. So instead of watching NBC, which is her normal, she watched. Excuse me. Hold on. She watched ABC, the ABC affiliate. Uh, I don't know if it's Sinclair Broadcasting, but I wouldn't be surprised because the first three major news stories were about crime. And then they, they did a, a story on the classified document situation, but they totally both sides it. They, you know, they had Jim Jordan come on and spew a bunch of fucking lies. And that, but they, you know, to appear fair and balanced, they had Democrats also making comments but nobody countered the lie that jim jordan said you know they had adam schiff come on and whatever he said and then i don't remember who i can't remember the other people that, that talked about it you know and they of course they 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 were reasonable in in what they said about the those documents but the point is is the affiliate did not counter the lies that jim jordan was saying so it's like I just had to throw that out there because people are watching the nightly news and they don't realize that a lot of these affiliates are owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, which is extreme right wing. And, and mm -hmm. they're getting fed. I mean, you know, when you sit when you watch these. OK, like, for instance, there was this woman and her car was stolen and it was stolen in a residential neighborhood. And she said to the guy, 
you know, well, I'm really scared because all my information, personal information was in the glove box, my address, and they have all this information. Well, she's absolutely right. My car's been stolen before, and I've had people break into my car, and all of that information was there, and that's an absolute real concern for, you know, anybody who has their car stolen. But, I mean, the way that it was presented was like, these criminals know where you live, and they're going to come and get you. And it was like, you know, I, I was thinking, the way that these news stories were presented, it's like we live in this, I mean, yes, we do live in a dangerous world, but it's a lot more... The way that they exaggerate it and dramatize it and make it seem like there's no safety out there, no matter what you do, and everything is scary. And it just, it was just upsetting to me. And I just had to comment on that because I don't usually watch the nightly news. <laughs> so when I did, it was like, wow, story after story after story about crime, local crime. Yeah. I've seen it. Um, I don't know what mine Sinclair could be, but like, it's just, you can tell the news like wants people to believe certain things about certain yeah. communities. And it's so funny in my small town. Um, it's not that small, but like, it's, it's a, it's a decent size, maybe 50,000 people or so. Mm-hmm. Um, there people complain all the time. Like I'm in these local town chats, like um, Facebook groups. And cause I was like, I wanted to get to know my community. So I joined mm-hmm. these groups and the things like I've lived in Boston, Los Angeles, Portland, Oregon. I've lived, you know, I've lived, you know, all these major cities mm-hmm. and um, in this, in this local chat, they're like, Oh, they're like crime. And like, people are like, people are checking doors, like um, car doors. I'm like, well, yeah, that happens everywhere. Yeah. And they're like, and then the things they complain about, like cars driving too fast. All right. <laughs> I get it. Or they'll be like, somebody threw away their dog poop in my trash. Oh no. Like, <laughs> I'd rather have them do that than leave it on my lawn. Honestly. I know. <laughs> so it's just it's so funny that like that they're trained like, oh the crime. It's gonna mm-hmm. become, you know, this city or it's gonna become like the list off these cities which predominantly are where people of color live. And mm-hmm. so in there you translate that language yes. to be like, yeah, you know, they're racist assholes. Of course. Um it's just so funny that people's perspectives, but the news, like what's mm-hmm. going back to what you were saying about the news, it feeds them to yes. be scared. Mm-hmm. And then Republicans feed off that fear. Yeah, they use and it. They, yeah. yeah. And they use it and they, and they're like Democrats, like these dangerous liberal cities. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, I've actually never <laughs> felt safer than like walking around New York city. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, not, you know, you probably don't want to do that at like 5am or something or 4am, right. but you wouldn't want to do that in my town right now. Like yeah. there's always going to be people out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents live on backcountry roads and honestly, I am scared to death being out there <laughs> late at night and like yeah. wondering who's like lurking in like the cornfields. So <laughs> Or, you know, just fucking animals. You never know what kind of animal is going to be out there and get you. But, yeah, I know. It's true. I mean, I know right now we are dealing with – we're always going to have fucking crime, which, by the way, Trump said he was going to stop crime on the very first day of his presidency. And he just didn't. He didn't do it. He said he would. He didn't stop crime. Can you believe it? He just became the crime. I know. (laughs) He absorbed it all into himself. (laughs) Oh, so you know what? I wanted to ask you this, too. I mean, I've always asked you this, but I'm going to ask you one more time. And I may ask you again, depending on (laughs) how soon you come back. But, okay, with Donald Trump and all of the shit we see right now, like, for instance, I've heard that – of all of the different investigations and potential prosecutions going on, 
that the most like uh, the one that um, would be the slam dunk would be Georgia, right? Where he says, get me those 11,000 votes. But Michael Cohen, his argument as to why that is not the case as far as he's concerned is because he Trump can argue, even though we all know what he said and everything, Trump could argue, find me those votes just meant, you know, find those votes that, you know, the Democrats threw away. I believe that they're there. You have to find them for me, as opposed to the code, which also Michael Cohen said Donald Trump speaks in that mafia type code, you know, like, oh, it would be a real shame if, you know, if your wife went missing, you know, that kind of code. And so, (laughs) so, you know, I mean, it's like the code of you find me those votes, meaning manufacture me those votes. We all know what he was talking about. And it doesn't matter, though, in a court of law when you have to prove it. And the defendant is saying, well, I thought that they were there. So I thought it was a legitimate claim. So I'm, first of all, I'm wondering, of all the different, you know, whether it's Georgia or the classified documents or the 1-6 insurrection or any of that, you know, of course, there's also, well, I, is this taxes, is that already finished with? I mean, like, I know that we learned that he didn't pay any and then Weisselberg went to jail for five months. But is it, is it over? I don't, I don't even know. know. The fact that he, Weisselberg clearly took a plea deal mm-hmm. um, and, and pled guilty and is only serving that's five true. months yeah. means, means they probably have a bigger fish okay, that they're well, about to catch. That's, that's my educated, well, somewhat educated guess. <laughs> um, that, that's where it's in, like, you know, from like all my watching of Law and Order. But. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm practically a lawyer by now. That show's been on for like 25 years. I know. But, um, That's so funny. But, but um, no, I don't know. I honestly think the classified documents, the way they, with the FBI, like they're they're trying to equate it to Biden's, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. No, like okay. it was like they found some Biden, like in Biden's um, documents, the lawyers found them right away, turned them over right away. There's like, there's no scandal. There's no there there. No. And they'll find that out. I think it was right to do an investigation because- or because you know it's going to show that it's not politically biased yeah. and that way when they go after trump for what he did it, it's going to be like well we didn't go we went after biden too but there right. was nothing there but with with trump it's, there's something there's clearly something, there yeah. <laughs> wow so yeah i mean i think so you think there will be indictments let's sometime this year i hope so like I don't if you know were how long it's going to take them to do that. I just I don't want him to be able to run for president. Right. That's what it comes down from for me is like I don't even care if he goes to jail. I'm in love for him to go to jail. I just don't want him to be president again. I want him to just like go away. Like go, you know, go play golf every day. I don't give I don't care. I don't give a shit. Just just don't be president. Just stay out of our lives. Just yeah, but go, here here's what I, here's what I have to say about that. First of all, I don't think he could win and it's this is not 2015 or 2016. You know, there's the whole idea that people understand now there's not like one of the main reasons people loved him was I'm going to build that wall. No, they all know now that's bullshit. And he's lost. He lost 2017 because in 2017 there was an election and and that it was a smaller election, but it was basically, you know, anti Donald Trump. We had that March, then we had the election and then 2018. It was an election saying, fuck you, Donald Trump. 2020, we kicked him out. 2022 was supposed to be this big red wave. And if it weren't for New York and their fucked up gerrymandering, we would yeah. we would have control. And it would have, that is a blue wave. It was a blue wave as it is, considering what was expected and what history shows. 
So I'm wondering, like, if he were to... I would be nervous if he were on the Republican ticket, which I don't ever see happening, but because Republicans don't like him. And when you say he's losing steam, he is. I mean, he's got some of his diehard, you know, base and all that that will never leave him. But what I would love, love to see is I don't care who the GOP nominee is. I want Trump to run as an independent because the thing is, is, I mean, you could you could be a fucking convict and run for president. So I don't know, you know, getting prosecuted, getting indicted isn't going to keep him from running for president or even if he were to win, he could still be president from fucking jail. So, I mean, that's insane, but I don't think the Republican Party would let him. And my, you know, biggest dream in the whole world is for him to fucking run independent because he's going to split the ticket. He would. We should really encourage this. Yes. Well, he, he, somebody, there was a. We should like go into like Republican, we should go to like Trump rallies and be like, run independent. Be like, you can do this on your own. Four more years. You can do, like, just go and be like, and get the idea in his head and then he'll be like, yeah, I should. Well, I guess he, no matter what. He floated that idea. I posted a, uh, what was it? Huffington Post article, uh, I don't know, several weeks ago that Trump was floating the idea of an independent run. So we shall see because the I don't think the republic I know the republicans don't want him. They know he's a fucking loser. And they I don't think that if he were the ticket, I don't think he could win. I don't I fucking Joe Biden could be, you know, in a coma and he would win. <laughs> Over. I that's what I mean that I'm I wouldn't place money on that, but I feel pretty strongly that Donald Trump can't win again. And, and I, I know that some people would say, yeah, well, we didn't think he could run before. But, you know, he's got all these losses now. He is not he does not have the same energy that he had in 2016. It's a completely different animal. So, you know, yeah, he's a he's a giant loser. Like he doesn't win. He didn't even win the popular vote in 2016. Like he's a loser. Right. He's, like he doesn't he win. <laughs> he somehow goes away unscathed every time. But. Yeah. But he's, yeah. Well, one point that I, you know, I would really like to, because I think this is, this is very true and I can't remember what the term is, but Bob is always talking about the fact, you know, people want to see him indicted. They want to see him prosecuted and all that. And of course, so do I, but, but what people are, I think some people are missing right now who are jumping to, it's got to be indictment or everything is over. Trump is very worried right now like the emotional toll this is taking on him all these you know um fucking jack smith you know jack smith scares the shit out of him and even though he i think has a certain arrogance that i've gotten away with everything and i'll get away with this too you know even the most confident people have those seeds of doubt knocking at the door and he's got terrible lawyers and I think that he, he sees it's like it's coming from all ends. It's like everywhere he turns, investigation, investigation, investigation. And, you know, he just was ordered to pay one, his, his company was ordered to pay $1.6 million, which is not a lot, but it's the most amount of money for, you know, that particular lawsuit that anybody would have to pay. So he, and, and you know, also as Bob pointed out, where $1.6 million doesn't sound a lot to somebody who's like this crazy ass billionaire, He's really not a crazy ass billionaire. He doesn't really have that much money. So $1.6 million might be a lot to him. 
And then if he doesn't pay it, it's just going to keep accruing. And then, of course, does he go to jail for it? Does he get punished for it? I guess we'll see. But part of all of this is his his emotional state right now, knowing that there are all these lawsuits, there are all these prosecutors, there are all these people, investigations that at any day he could be indicted. And if there is an indictment, it doesn't mean it's just going to be one. And so I do kind of live for that. <laughs> it's like it makes me feel good to know that he is kind of shitting his pants. And I think he is because, you know, all the shit that he posts on Truth Social makes me Maybe believe. that's why he wears a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> he needs he needs one. He, he needs, needs those diapers. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, this is what I'm going to end with. And I just have to kind of vent this a little. But I've talked about this on the show before where, and I, I don't know if this has happened to you, Sarah, but it happens to me a lot where I get DMs from mostly men who they just send me their tweet because they want me to amplify it. And I don't have a problem. I'm so fucking super like chill about that. I know some people just want their Twitter feeds to be about what they say or they're very particular about who they retweet. And I mean, I'm not going to retweet someone I disagree with, but I, I'm happy to amplify other people. I think that's what social media is all about. But mm-hmm. um, so, but I get a lot of these men who just, they don't say hello. They don't say, hey, could you please share? I mean, some of them do. So for the guys that do, I just want to say thank you. I don't always retweet you, but hey, thanks for asking. Um, so there was this guy and he is, I'm not going to say who it is. I don't want to out him because he's beloved. He's new to the scene. He's a, he's a person in government and he's an, a new person in government. He's kind of like a new star. And so he sent me his tweets and I tweeted them. He didn't ask. He didn't say a thing to me. And so one day, you know, it just got on my nerves. And so I very politely said to him, um, I'm very happy to amplify your tweets. But it would be nice if you would say hi or maybe ask me to do it. And that's it. I've never heard from him again. He still follows me. but it, And this guy's a Democrat. So I just want to be clear about this. It just fucking pisses me off. Because it's like, why couldn't he just go, oh, ha, 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 you know, uh, this is what I do and all, you know, whatever. Or just, you know, make a, a lighthearted kind of comment and to say, hey, it's great to meet you. Thank you for your, uh, for your support. He couldn't even, it's like I called him out in a friendly, polite way. And he couldn't even deal. So he just doesn't ask me anymore. I still fucking amplify. I, I, I amplify him because I feel like, you know what? My, my request for, you know, some, I don't know, just from courtesy. It's not that important. I think his message is more important, but I'm just putting it out there to any men who might be listening. If you do this, please stop. Just ask, you know, because some people are going to ignore you. But people like me, I will fucking retweet you. Do you get, do you have this problem? I do. I get it a lot. I get it a lot. Like, um, do you I get, get it, it from I get women? It a lot with work too, but I get it with my own stuff. It's it, it's fascinating to me because, like, I mean, God, I, we we need liberals, but I swear to God, sometimes, <laughs> especially liberal men, <laughs> you know, can be can I and I will never say a name, but like, right, can just be the biggest like. They're they they can be so, sexist. Like, it's, I, I can't even say the words. Like. It could be, I'll just say rude, very yeah. rude. Yeah. And condescending, that kind of stuff. Rude, condescending, and just like, um, 
and just get really hurt like they'll yes. they'll yell at you over stupid things to be like oh, i can't I, like i can't believe you have the audacity to blah 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 mm-hmm. and i'm like what call you out like <laughs> i'm like okay you would never survive as a woman like no shit <laughs> oh my god i would love like all these men to live one day in a woman's shoes yeah the, the, the shit that we have to deal with yeah it's like they don't they, and this is not man hating. This is just, you no, know, obser- no, this is observation. If you just be a nice person. Yeah. Be a polite person. Like get like treat people with common decency. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I ask people to share my tweets, I'm usually like, "Hey, would would you mind sharing this?" But take yeah. 2 seconds. Exactly. I'd love for you to lift this up if you if you're able to. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. I would all say that a lot. Yeah. Cuz it's like cuz it's like you are asking someone to do something for you. You yes. can't just like plop it in their dms if it's someone that you're constantly dming right. with and you kind of had that relationship that's, that's different, different yeah but if you're really like you're like asking someone who has a large following do you mind mm-hmm. tweeting this or amplifying this like just be like two seconds two words yeah. like like do you mind or i don't know whatever that's not right and words, that's the but... thing it's like once that's been established uh you don't have to ask me for every tweet you could just, you know, I mean, it, once it's been established, I mean, I, there are a few people who have messaged me and said, hey, would you mind tweeting this? You know, please feel free to send over your tweets. That's, I have no fucking problem with that. That is the way it should be done. And I never, ever just send someone my tweet with no message. I don't ask people to tweet me. What I, I, I'm in a number of groups. So if I have, you know, something that I want to go out, I'll put it in the groups. And if people feel like tweeting it they will if they don't they don't but yeah it's just it just blows my mind and the reason I want to bring this up is because there is a certain entitlement you know men have an entitlement and 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 so do women I'm not saying that it's just men but especially white you know you can you you can break it down by like affluent you know white affluent people you can there's all these breakdowns but there is a certain amount of entitlement that some people carry with them just because they are privileged and because they have, you know, their status, it's just easier for them. And they don't really realize that because they have this entitlement, because they have this benefit, they don't think, oh, you know, I should, they, they just have this assumption, of course, this woman or this, of course, this person is going to retweet me. And the funny thing is, is that I know, I, I don't know that, I've never had a woman, at least to my memory, do that, um, but I do think men do it to each other. I'm not sure about that. At least with Bob, he doesn't get it too much, he, but I'm sure he's gotten some where some random man that he follows or whatever sends him a tweet. It doesn't happen as much. I think it happens more to men, I mean, more to women from men, but I still think it's happening because there is a certain feeling of, you should just be doing this for me because I'm entitled and they don't think that way they don't have that thought process that's just their assumption and yeah. so and then if you call them out then they get offended and it's like yeah. all I'm asking is yes. don't don't get offended just think about this for five fucking minutes and think if every fucking day of your life you're getting dms from strange men that you don't know with no request nothing just the tweet you start getting resentful you start feeling like fuck you you know I am not here for your benefit only and I'm happy to fucking retweet people. I'm happy to share my Twitter experience, even when they're not, because tw- this guy, I guarantee you, has never retweeted me. He has never engaged with any of my tweets. He just wants me to retweet him. And so 
I just I just wanted to oh, kind that's of that's interesting. Talk, like yeah. there's got to be some sort of give and take at some point. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like just don't expect and it's like there's this expectation and I'm not I'm not putting my finger out at all men. You know that men by now. I swear to God, but you have to say it. Cuz you're going to get some new why are you classifying men all men? No, I'm not. Not all men do this. But some men Not all do. men do this, but all men should call it out. Yeah, and and all men should fucking stop and think, you know, when it comes to these things that just because, you know, I mean, everybody's got the perception and they, they look through their own lens and all that. Sometimes just take a look outside yourself, you know, <laughs> put yourself in someone else's shoes and, and don't just come from the, well, she should be fucking, you know, if she just doesn't want to retweet me, she should just ignore me. Well, it's difficult when you have it multiple times a day. And I do every single day. And it's like, I just, I, I just get sick of it after a while. And when I'm in a bad mood, <laughs> it's like everything in me, you know, and, and when I, when I messaged him, I just thought to myself, you know, I had this whole thought process of like, should I have not, should I have not said anything? No, fuck that shit. I'm glad no, I said something. Yeah. <laughs> like, did I do something wrong? Oh, poor, poor guy's upset because, you know, I said you could say hi. <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. Anyway, I just had to kind of vent about that because it's something that I see all the time. And like I said, I never push myself on anyone. I'll either ask or I just put it in groups. And that's what groups are for. So he should just go join groups. But like I said, I'm still being nice and retweeting him from time to time. And I also retweet him from the um, MSW uh, account. So he, he gets really, you know, he's he's really fortunate that I'm not an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, well, so now I'm I'm going to wrap the show up. I'm going to have to go pick up my car. Yay, more car issues, but everything is fine. It's just a new battery. But Sarah, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, coming on the show. I just I want to tell everybody out there that I think I even said this in my intro. Did I call you Easy Like Sunday Morning? Because that's what I call Greg Oliar. Both of you are like my Easy Like Sunday Morning guests because you Aww. are easy you and, and you're reliable. And I just want to thank you for that because it's like if I message you and like, hey, are you free? With you, sometimes you've been busy because you've had to work, but you're you're almost always free, and you are so super kind and and such a good person, and I really like you, and I just wanted everyone to know that. <laughs> That's very sweet. That's very kind of you to say. I don't know what it's like that I'm always free, but well, you have a, a job no, that no, allows I can, you. I can make availability. It's not like you're asking like a lot. I just and I, I really enjoy coming on and, and talking to you. It's it's always a good time. Yes, it is. It's fun. And one of these days we're going to have to have a drink or something like that. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should. <laughs> All right. Well, For of sure. course, you know, as per usual, tell everyone where to find you. You can find me on social media um, at Sarah Woodwriter, S-A-R-A-H-W-O-O-D-D. Do D um, writer <laughs> like writing things down. Um, Sarah Wood writer, and then at, on post I'm at Sarah Wood. Don't ask me how I actually ended up with it. I have the John Smith of female names, so it's <laughs> at Sarah Wood. Um, and then I'm also social media director over at Vote Vets. Yes, want to give them a follow too. We love Vote Vets. We love John. Anyway, um, I'm not going to say his last name just in case, but you know who I'm talking about. John's so super fucking cool. Anyway, um, yes, and I'm on, I'm author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget the extra E. My books are on Amazon. I love you, Sarah, and we will talk soon.